everyone. Welcome back to the Daily Dose of AIM. Today's episode, we dive into some really, really fun conversations. So grab your favorite snacks and listen along. We'll share some of our life experiences and help you navigate life. I'm your host, Ananya, and today I'm joined by three of my childhood friends. So let's give a warm welcome to Raksha, Dia, and Trishla. So hi, guys. Introduce yourself to the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Trishla. I'm doing law. And the fun fact about me is that I'm recording this with a broken leg. Hi, I'm Rakshita. I'm studying pharmacy in Bangalore. Fun fact about me is I just woke up to do this podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Dia. I'm doing psychology. And the fun fact about me is I haven't broken any leg or haven't just woken up. I just have a very weird laugh where the laugh is, where the laugh is funnier than the joke, basically. <laughs> if you guys stick along to the end of the podcast, we're going to make you listen to Dia's laugh. So let's kick things off with a question. What's uh, your secret to maintaining strong and healthy relationships with your friends? I feel like the key to maintaining strong and healthy relationships is that you always got to be there for that one person. Like, you know, be it the middle of the day or be it middle of the night, if they need you, you have to be there for them. It might be over a phone call. It might be you pulling up to their house. It might be you um, going there and getting them something they want. But whatever it is, you have to be there for them. Uh, I would also like to add and I agree to what Rishla says and I would also like to add by saying that for me it's also like trust but you know you need to be honest with each other and also the time that you give your friends. I feel like another important thing that no one talks about that often is um, setting boundaries with your friends like they should understand when you're comfortable doing what you're doing and that's amazing. I think that's really important. Um, I think there's there are two parts of maintaining friendships, in my opinion. Uh, one is like making new friends and one is maintaining friendships that you've had for um, a longer time. So I think with everyone going to college and like going to different places, um, it's so important to give time to people who are important to you because it's very uh, easy to lose touch if you're not living in the same place and you're not meeting as often as you used to. Um, and then in terms of making new friendships, I think it's very important to just put yourself out there because it's so easy to let, let yourself doubt that, you know, you're not going to make friends or you're going to be alone and stuff and just kind of overcoming those voices in your head and just putting yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, so how do you guys deal with jealousy in female friendships? So I have to admit that I have especially experienced more jealousy in like female friendships than male friendships and that really sucks and I think it's like our responsibility to stop that from happening and just like harnessing healthy friendships between women um, how how do you think you can remove jealousy and kind of harness healthy friendships between females so I really feel like whenever you're starting off a uh, you know friendship with your um, with another woman you know you need to be self-aware and you need to be able to give her that space to make other friends to, you know, if she's winning at something, you have to make sure that you're feeling uh, good about it and that you have uh, no such feelings that you feel like you need to hide. I feel like if it's very, very important that you do this at the beginning of the friendship, because if you let your jealousy grow and, you know, just let it slide, you're going to end up uh, ruining your relationship with that person. It's not going to end well for the both of you. Yeah, adding to Trishla's point, I think um, the most important way of avoiding jealousy in female friendships is supporting each other, like giving your full support and um, giving your full support to uh, your other friend is going to, ha- it's, it's 
it's going to reduce the jealousy that she has towards you or any jealousy that you have towards them but at the end of the day if that still doesn't work and there's no point staying in a toxic friendship i just feel after listening to both of them i just feel it's basically confrontation and you're jealous just like go talk to the person and it will probably go away yeah if there's something you feel that needs to be sorted out in a friendship you should definitely go and talk to that person yeah so i think like a key thing of where the jealousy starts is if um like the other friend thinks that your life is perfect or the other way around so i think it's important to have like conversations where you're vulnerable with each other so that you don't let jealousy even occur in the first place because it's it's a very normal emotion but it is it shouldn't happen between two friends if they're like completely honest and vulnerable with each other i feel like you know you you confronted that other person that you know there's jealousy between us and maybe you know it's not working out i feel like um you obviously initially you put in effort to you know let go of that feeling and you know talk about what not but i i feel like if you put in too much effort and it's still not working out it's bet it's best to let go of that relationship because uh, a relationship with jealousy continuously even after putting effort to take it out won't work out according to me yeah personally it's been different for me whenever i've had a problem with a female friend as, as soon as we talk it out it gets solved that's my experience it's worked out better that way for me yeah i think the more that i've held it in or like not spoken um it's become worse because i i start like distancing myself from the other person but as soon as yeah. i talk it out it just becomes so much easier um and i think that you need like a very healthy foundation to be able to probably have these conversations um but it does solve things and talking it out will also avoid any um, misunderstandings or assumptions that you would have had yeah true um so in today's day and age i think it's so important to maintain like a work life balance so how do you guys deal with stress or maintain like a healthy work life balance the most important thing is having hobbies you it's very important to take breaks in between working i never used to because i thought i could finish my work all at once and then just relax after that but that doesn't work as you go further in your studies so when i have college i come back i take my rest and i only start my work when i'm ready to and that's more productive and it's it saves time so basically my general approach to maintaining a healthy work life balance is i always look at it 65 35 so basically you know if it's it's like the thing goes work hard and party harder you know for you the party harder part could be actually partying or it could be you know reading a book by yourself whatever it is you just need to make sure that when you've uh, put in hard work for something when you've uh, achieved it you know you give yourself that time and that space and that energy to do something that you actually love or to do something that fulfills you so i really feel like the 65 35 work harder party harder balance uh, is what you need in life for me i would like the way i deal with it is i try to find out like what my stress buster is i have like when i have to study my stress buster will probably be like eating and when i have like some you know some interview or some uh, lecture to do it would probably just be like going out taking some fresh air and coming back in and relaxing and that would just cool me down basically 
Yeah. So like recognizing what stresses you. Yeah. So I think for me, like IB really forced me to learn how to manage my time better. Um, and I, I used to have like a lot of work, but I still didn't want to miss out on having fun in life and doing things for myself. Um, and that kind of forced me to time block. And I know that like probably it does not work for everyone, but for me, I just learned that I had to stick with it if I wanted that time in the evening to like do whatever, uh, you know, whether it's talking to my friends, whether it's, you know, doing something for myself, practicing a hobby or like spending time with my family. I just had to like um, time block myself. And so I know that there's not a way that works for everyone and it's very unconventional, but it worked for me. So, yeah. Um, Another fun fact about me is that when I'm studying, when I'm stressed, I eat healthy food. Like fruits and dry fruits and stuff. Wow. So I probably am the complete opposite, but okay. Wow. <laughs> I just like to junk. Like junk food needs to be all around me. So and like they both eat when they're stressed. And then for me, if I'm stressed, I won't eat. Like I have to finish my work before I can eat. So I think people work differently. I literally had my semester and guys, I'm not joking. I spent like almost 30k on food that month because I was so stressed out I was just eating nothing else I was doing I think it all comes down to time management at the end of the day like allotting time for studying allotting time for your work and then you should give equal importance for rest and doing something that you enjoy yeah so I think it's also important like Raksha was saying about hobbies and stuff I think there was a good part of my life where I literally had just enough time to do my work and probably spend time with people but like I there were a lot of hobbies that I really really enjoyed that I had to like stop doing and I really wish that I wouldn't have stopped and made time for it while um, I was at it. So something really interesting that I've always wondered about is what I would tell my younger self if I ever like had the chance to meet them. So what is one piece of advice you would give to your, your younger self? I think if I could tell my younger self something it would be that um, there's no point worrying about everything. There's no point worrying about how anything is going to turn out because everything just falls into place and it's your job to just live in the moment. Just let it happen and enjoy what you have when you have it. So I feel like the biggest mistake that I made uh, when I was young that I used to try and control everything around me, control situations, you know. Uh, two people are not friends. Oh, it's my job to, you know get them back together or or there's there's a fight between two other people and like it's my job to you know settle it out sort it out so I just felt like I was in uh I was always so involved in like keeping all the conditions uh neutral and happy that like I really really at one point I was in trouble just because I didn't understand that the duty and the responsibility of uh, to of another person's relationship is not in my hand and I should just I just need to let it be there are only there's only one thing that I can actually control which is my own behavior and my uh, own emotion towards something and I think that would be an important life lesson that I should have learned when I was younger I think I would tell my younger self to not be afraid like to try new things and all and also to not, you know, be very lethargic throughout my like childhood. In a sense, just be like, okay, I'm anyway so small. I can grow up and do it. Why should I do it now? Like, 
you should always be ready to do it at that time and you should always take things one, one day at a time yeah i think the common like thing in all your responses is that like let life happen not controlling stuff and just just going for it and so if any of you listening to this feel like you are stuck or that you're in a really hard situation just remember to let life happen to you and not like stress about the random details or overthink it yeah so um how do you guys navigate awkward or embarrassing situations with humor and not let it like get to yourself <laughs> so basically whenever i've been in an embarrassing situation i just laugh it off like i'm not even joking that's actually what i do you know i was in turning and i fell off my associate's scooter what did i do i'm i'm i've fallen down okay i'm literally on my back on the on the road and i'm just like ha 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 like i'm actually laughing it off you know it did make the situation uh, so much less weirder i feel like i would have uh, done the same thing if i was in a whole other situation that didn't involve me falling down so my take is just to laugh it off literally i think mine is very similar to krishna's because even i just laugh it out i just feel like you know if i laugh it out everybody will laugh and then just like it won't be embarrassing it just becomes a fun funny thing so for me what my ex- most embarrassing probably moment was when i went to this bounce the trampoline park and i literally kept falling everywhere like for no reason and the only thing i did was laugh like everybody was jumping and i would fall so the only thing i did was laugh and everybody laughed because of it so yeah Yeah I think a situation is only embarrassing when you make it embarrassing because and I'm sure everyone has that one thing that happened to them many years back that they still like think about and it makes them embarrassed and uh, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that no one else remembers that thing that happened it's just you that keeps on torturing yourself with it so we just yeah. need to laugh it off like Krishlandia said I've done honestly I've done like so many embarrassing things in my childhood and like now ananya and rakshita would like agree with me because they were with me throughout when i did all this embarrassing shit and now when we think about it we literally laugh every time we meet we think about it and we just like damn i was so stupid so uh basically like rakshita was saying that you know don't beat yourself about it i think that's like one of the most important things because yeah there are like a hundred situations I can think of where I did embarrassing things you know and you know one might even be when I was five like you just got to let it go <laughs> you know it's one life you live once yeah. whatever happens happens once it's like That's- you know you say YOLO happened happened was an experience whatever or however it was it was an experience and that a learning for your future so like take it in that way yeah so I think it's so important to just remember that you're not perfect and like do stupid things like I honestly I love when I do embarrassing things because I'm like oh that's another story that I can tell like people around me like oh this happened to me and it's just like it's just the mental thing of like uh this is an embarrassing thing versus this is just another story I can share with people around me what is your secret to conquering self-doubt and boosting confidence um I think <laughs> I think it's again the same thing for me you got to go yolo like you only live once right like 
what's the point if doubting yourself when it comes to something when you're only going to be able to do it once in this moment at this time right like just take whatever you have and give it all and whatever happens happens just give yourself that time that space you know to do whatever you want because you only live once okay so i mean i, I would like to agree with trisha on that but i also would like to say i think you should never compare like your achievements or your you know your looks or anything with other people that just puts your self confidence down i just feel if you feel good about yourself then there's no self doubt at all for me what worked is i just never let myself think about the negative side of it and every time i was scared of like how an outcome would be whether i was good enough to do it i just thought about the stuff that i have achieved that i used to be scared of before that if if i could do it or not and i did do it so i just i'm like just let it happen whatever is meant to happen will happen yeah i think self doubt is like it's such a real thing but it's also all in your head like your brain has thought about this thing so many times and that's why you believe it's real and it's actually not really real so sometimes something that can help is just talking to someone about it because i feel like when you say it to someone else you realize how stupid you sound and how you just it it isn't a thing like you are good enough to do what you have to do so um so one more thing like i feel like this is another tip kind of a thing whenever it comes to something right you're given an opportunity and like like you have to do something right then and right there and you're like deciding whether i should take this opportunity or not right so usually what i tend to do is obviously like everyone we all start overthinking right so i feel like you should like just give yourself 5 seconds be like am, am i doing this or not and then you know when you give yourself this 5 second time limit you usually come up and you know your brain usually comes up and is like uh i should take this opportunity and just do it don't give yourself the time to react to it in a negative way yeah i feel like i have improved a lot when it comes to that because if you had asked me like even 2 3 years back if i would do this podcast i probably wouldn't because i don't really like speaking in public but then this time i was just like like what's the worst that could actually happen i think just saying yes is so important like even if you think you're not not good at it or whatever just saying yes and trying it out like it's yeah. it's okay to fail at things you'll never know the the stuff you could learn by just trying yeah and i feel like failure teaches like, you so much more than success exactly like they say it's better to do it try it out and see whatever the end result is than regret not doing it yeah yeah so i want everyone to share like an embarrassing childhood story that taught you an important lesson or is just embarrassing <laughs> okay i think i should go for this first but so yeah, basically we were in third yeah we were in third and this happened i did this to ananya okay so keep that in mind so basically i had i think ananya you know what i'm talking about so so basically i didn't i love you in one of ananya's science books and i left it on her table and ananya was very dumb at then so i just told her it was some guy who had written it and ananya being ananya believe what i said and she think she hated that guy or she started acting weird around that guy i'm not very sure but yeah <laughs> okay we used to be very convincing back then so i basically wrote that and ananya believed it and she believed it until i think we were in fifth or sixth 
<laughs> I think the important life lesson I learned is not to trust you, Dia. Ha, funny. <laughs> but now who's your best friend and <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the most embarrassing things of my childhood and Ananya's childhood was actually believing the stories that Dia used to tell us. Yeah. Yeah, it's very convincing like you said. So, oh, we were just too innocent to believe that someone yeah. could lie to us like that. <laughs> well, that's something I learned to never lie to both of you. I did my first internship this summer and like I was always like trying to be on point. I was trying to be on time. I was trying to, you know, look uh, so I'm doing a law internship, so like I'm with my coat and my black pants and white shirt trying to look formal, you know, not do anything stupid and like uh, I'm always on time and whatever is said to me, yes sir, yes ma'am, okay, uh, will be done, right? And then I go to the court uh, with my associate, I come back, I'm sitting, I'm getting off the scooter and I fall down. Okay, very embarrassing. I I just fall down. I'm on I'm on my back on the road, and I'm just like, wow, all that you know, um, spice about being perfect, being on the dot for all these twenty five days gone. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe this is what it's about. Like, <laughs> you know. embarrassing yourself sometimes and laughing it off uh, that's also something you need rather than just having a totally perfect story to tell so uh, something really funny that happened to me was um i think i was like 6 or 7 at the time and i went to this grocery store that i would go to very often and i saw these two people uh, stealing lays packets like putting it inside their shirt and as soon as i saw that i went to like the uh, cash counter and i literally probably was like really tiny and i couldn't even reach like i couldn't even see over the counter but like i just put my hand and i was like i want to talk to your manager um and then like <laughs> i ended up talking to their manager saying that you know someone is stealing and you can check your cctv footage and i don't even know what and um i think it's like a really funny story when i look back at it but i think something that i really learned out of that was that was the first time i felt like i stood up for something that was right um and i feel like till today like whenever there're a lot of like wrong things that are happening in front of me and like sometimes it's not even about me but i still try my best to stand up for what's right mm-hmm. okay guys so um that brings us to the end of this podcast i hope you guys learned a lot and i hope you guys can take away something from this podcast and thank you all for coming thanks ananya it was amazing being a part of this podcast thank and thank you it was really fun I don't think I would have done it if it was somebody else. It's just because yeah. you. Like it. It was a lot of fun. I was shaking my pants before I did it, but okay. And it it turned out fine. So see, this is another lesson that you should just go for it, and it'll all turn out fine. Okay, now I think everyone deserves to hear Dia's laugh. Yeah. I- <laughs>